It's time for the Creative Real Estate Podcast, your source for out-of-the-box real estate investing strategies brought to you by Ecospace.com. Now, here's your hosts, Adam and Jason. Welcome back to the Creative Real Estate Podcast. I am DJ Scruggs, along with my partner, Adam Adams. Hello, everybody. Hey, Adam. Um, so we this, this, this podcast, we focused on creative real estate. Um, a lot of times that means we focus on the real estate part more than the creative part. But... Um, Today is going to be one of those examples where we focus more on the creative side of things, and in particular, uh, how do you make connections? Because a lot of times, uh, you know, wh- one of the number one things people say is to go network, right? Uh, go out and meet people. Your network is your <laughs> net worth. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> so, um, so we thought it'd be fun to have uh, a guest who really specializes in that, particularly the online uh, aspect of networking. Obviously, we have things like Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. Uh, Snapchat or whatever they call it, all all these things whatever that those kids the, call the kids, it. the kids these days are using, <laughs> and you can hear um, hear our, our guest voice in the background. So I'm going to introduce her right now. This is uh, welcome, Italina. Hi. <laughs> uh, we were we were asking say your full name. Well, actually, don't. We'll just stay with Italina because you're um you're kind of like Cher. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so um, so tell us a little bit about um who you are, and I, I know you work with real estate investors a lot. Is that is that right? That is correct. It's yeah. So my yeah, my name is Italina. Mm-hmm. I have a, a social media firm. We manage and we manage the social media and online presence for real estate investors, real estate agents, brokers, the real estate community. And how long have you been doing this? Going on six years now. We just found that real estate is really relationship heavy mm-hmm. and people do care to really connect with you on a deeper level. So fortunately, online, being on sites, on social media sites like LinkedIn and Facebook, you name it, allow to people to feel like get a, they're more in touch with you and really get to know you better. And, and were you doing real estate from the get-go or is it something you just discovered? You know, what's really funny is I was previously in the legal field, uh, which was entirely different. Mm -hmm. Uh, Even the the people and personalities were very different from real estate agents. So um, just being in a legal field, I was actually very unhappy. Then I were you a a lawyer or a paralegal? Yes. So I have my law degree. I was in school to pursue being an attorney. I did see the value in graduating. So I did graduate from school. I have my Juris Doctorate, my JD. Mm -hmm. I worked in a law firm and that's where it just, I was like, this is so not what I want to do. So uh, I ended up meeting a realtor one day and went to a real estate event and just loved it. I was like, these are my people. This is where I want to be. Um, the, I actually delved into LinkedIn primarily because I knew I didn't want to stay in a legal field. So I used LinkedIn as a job searching tool. Uh, I started being really active and just doing things that I guess people at the time weren't really doing. So I started getting a lot of attention. My network grew from like 40 connections to over 500 very quickly. My phone started ringing. <laughs> what were you doing when you're saying you've, you were doing things that other people weren't doing? You grew from 40 to like 500 people. So what what was that unique stuff that, that did that for you? Yes, I was. I started posting and uh, being proactive as far as reaching out to specific, like target marketing. Like I was targeting people. I was using it as a marketing tool versus just um, 
oh, let me look and peruse. I feel like a lot of there's a lot of observers on LinkedIn even today versus a lot of active posting. It's like business mm-hmm. dating. So Mm-hmm. It's like dating. business dating, you know. <laughs> yeah. I'll swipe right on that one. No, I'll swipe left. <laughs> yeah, and then people literally would call me and ask me, it's Helena, how are you doing it? What are you doing? And I would sit on the phone walking them through what I was doing and realize, oh my gosh, I'm supposed to be looking for a job right now. I can't be on the phone this long with you right now. So mm-hmm. I would go back to my activities on LinkedIn, networking online, basically. And then my phone would ring again. And same thing. Hey, it's Lena. I see you everywhere. How are you doing it? And that's when I realized, my goodness, there are all these professionals on LinkedIn who don't know how to use it. So that's how I got the idea to start this company. And so a lot of times when I hear social media, it's usually people say Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. It's always kind of the third one after the mm-hmm. first two that are more consumer focused. Did you uh-huh. just always, or or at least the beginning, was, was that your main focus was LinkedIn and not the other two? So that was the initial, that was where it started, right? On LinkedIn because I was, because I was looking for professional uh, connections. Mm-hmm. And then I got the idea, well, hey, let's focus on the online presence, mm-hmm. the the Facebook, the Instagram, the other sites that professionals are using for the purpose of, uh, of marketing and, and promoting themselves. Okay. And so, so from that kind of initial exploration to, and then kind of the light bulb moment, did you were you right away getting were most of your clients real estate focused or were they so what's really funny is before since the legal field was my my network i would go in and i be get paid to go talk in law firms to talk to all their attorneys on how to make the most of social media for their their practice to Mm -hmm. build their tell and they would sit there in their black blazers and just stare at me they wouldn't laugh at my jokes nothing (laughs) so i one day i met a realtor who said hey i can get you in front of 200 300 real estate professionals and affiliates um so i was like okay great i went and talked to them oh my gosh i feel like i was a rock star at a rock concert like they were laughing they were just giving me all this great energy and i said wow these are my people I went and changed all of the marketing material to say we focus on and we specialize in working with the real estate community. And it wasn't until later that I learned, man, real estate is really relationship heavy. They are the main ones who need this kind of help. Mm -hmm. So I made a a business decision on how people, how I felt, (laughs) and then later learned that it was a good business decision. (laughs) Definitely. And I mean, I come from a tech background and one of the things, um, I mean, there we all, in the tech world, everything is online. I mean, it's a bunch of introverts, right? We don't want to talk to anyone. We'd rather just chat. Um, and so going to real estate was a big change, um, but a refreshing change. Mm-hmm. And uh, end of the day, someone's got to go look at a property, if nothing else, right? You got to right. get in a car and go somewhere. And so uh, I kind of liked that. At first, I was like, man, I don't like getting it. Well, I, the thought of getting up and driving... <laughs> Was like, oh, I don't Putting clothes that. on. <laughs> but after a while, I was like, this is kind of neat. I get out of the house. I see the sun. I talk to all these interesting people. Right. Um, I see the sun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it's really easy to be a programmer and just kind of wire yourself in and never look up. Uh, so um, what are, can you share with us some of the the types of things you can do with LinkedIn? Like, like obviously you can just go in and connect with people, but what else can you do? 
Okay, yeah. So b besides proactively going and connecting with people, another thing you could do and as far as posting, people say, oh, well, I see other people sharing articles. I'll just share articles. No, don't do what other people are doing. Mm -hmm. Use it um, as, as if you're marketing. So for example, uh, if you're a... Uh, if you're a real estate broker and you're looking to recruit new agents into your office, write things that are touching on the pain points. If you're a real estate investor, write things that are touch on the pain points of your investors, people who are your audience, your clientele, mm -hmm. um, how to, how to protect your investment or if you have an empty property, for example, or how mm -hmm. to use green, you know, to, to save, save money, right? So whatever it is that you know that your clientele is struggling with, you're going to share things that address those or provide answers and solutions. And that's what, um, it's going to differentiate you on LinkedIn. I like okay. that. Yeah. And do, do you, does, is most of your focus still on LinkedIn or do you do other platforms as well? So other platforms, definitely. We find that Facebook is huge in real estate, as well as Instagram. Uh, what those, what LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram have in common is the ability for people to communicate back and forth with you. People can comment as well as direct message you. Mm -hmm. So we have... Um, our clients are finding people are letting them know, hey, this is my situation. Can you help someone in my situation? This is my FICO score. Can you help someone with my situation? Right. So you can actually uh, receive service inquiries via those sites. And do you, um, is, is most of your work with agents or with investors or? Uh, we have a, it's the real estate community for us includes real estate agents, brokers, investors, and affiliates. What, okay. what kind of affiliates? So like lenders, right? Everyone involved in the transaction of a house, insurance, okay. that kind of thing of a property. Mm -hmm. Okay. And um, what are some, if, if you could just share like one tip, uh, you, you mentioned the pain point. Uh, mm -hmm. Maybe can you think, give us an example, whether it's a, a broker or an agent, uh, mm -hmm. an investor, maybe one type of content or strategy they've used that, that has kind of moved the meter for them. Sure. So I've got a great one. Um, on LinkedIn, for example, they have a publishing tool. You can actually publish a blog on LinkedIn. And that's this apart from, say, publishing a blog on your website. Mm -hmm. Your website, what's the bigger brand, LinkedIn or your little website? <laughs> there you go. Right, LinkedIn. So you want to publish, sure, of course, publish it on your website, but definitely publish it on LinkedIn because LinkedIn gets Google love. So if you write an article touching on the pain point of an investor, a client, and they Google, let's say they Google how to, you know, something about a 1031 exchange or whatever mm -hmm. issue they may have. Mm -hmm. If you have written a solution to that, mm -hmm. your article that you publish on LinkedIn can come up on the first page of Google. Wow. I never knew that. Yeah, that's true. They do wait that. I mean, I, I, I've read, I know Google has a deal with Twitter. I would imagine they do with LinkedIn too. So mm -hmm. that they can get like real time stuff. So you don't have to wait a few days. It, it's almost instantaneous. So where, where do you find that? Where do you even? Sure. Find, so right on the home page, mm -hmm. right on the home page where it says, uh, you know, like write an update, share an update, mm -hmm. there's an option to either do a post or write an article. 
So you're going to hit the button that says write an article. Oh, okay. Ah, okay. Uh, you know, and it's funny. One thing I've noticed just as a as a user, I haven't really tried to do this, but in the last year or so, maybe the last two years, I've noticed I'll get emails from LinkedIn that'll say, you know, connections you know in the news. And I'll click through and it'll be somebody who's in my connections who was quoted in an article mm. somewhere. Uh, mm-hmm. So it seems like that's kind of the new PR, right? I mean, you write oh, yeah. your own stuff, but you want to get quoted somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And you kind of get a double dose. You're on that site and LinkedIn is, is pushing you out to people. Yeah. You know, that's why it cracks me up when people say, oh, I don't do social media. Or, oh, it's it's like, man, it's free marketing. Yeah. Are you yeah. kidding? You know, you used to have to pay thousands of dollars for marketing. And now you can do it yourself free or hire someone for a small price. And it's, you're everywhere. Yeah, it's, it's, amazing. it's amazing. I mean, I remember my first company was in the 90s, and I hired a PR firm, and I think I was paying probably 5000 bucks a month. Wow. <laughs> and, and that was cheap for the time. I mean, that was like, you know, one person. And, I mean, just it was like pulling teeth to get anyone to write about you. You know, there was so much. I mean, it wasn't just sending out press releases. You had to go on tours. You had to go meet with analysts. You had to do all these things. And then hopefully, maybe, if you pray hard enough, <laughs> you might get a little blurb and fasted and sacrificed your firstborn and yeah. gave up your, your crops from the, you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it runs Maybe. in a newspaper and then it's gone. You know, you, you, yeah. you cut it out and put it in your little scrapbook. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's about it. But, but then I, I think I started kind of getting the understanding when I got, uh, one of the companies I was with, we did a lot with email marketing and I got interviewed by someone from Microsoft. They had a, like a content, I, I, I don't know what they, this was before blogs even, or well, I was right when blogs were starting. So they probably would have called it content marketing these days. Um, okay. I got interviewed in that and then just totally forgot about it. And over the next five years, I would get emails from people every now and then mentioning seeing me in that article, mm. you know? So even just one, you know, one good mention can make a huge oh. difference. And, and plus the fact that it was Microsoft, people thought, Maybe he, you know, he's in the Microsoft article. That that means he's he's got some authority. <laughs> right, credibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as my sister says, though, an uh, expert is just an average guy from out of town. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you just got to move. I have, I had a couple questions. Um, just kind of basically on you. You mentioned what you could do on LinkedIn. Do you have maybe one example from Facebook and maybe one example from Instagram of of the you think the best way to actually um, work on those platforms to kind of get your name sure. out? Sure. So on Facebook, especially if, if I, I strongly suggest having a Facebook business page, which is going to be separate from the personal page, um, have that so that your friends don't unfollow you for sh- always sharing business stuff. So on your <laughs> Facebook business page, what you're going to do, yes, of course, you're, you're going to invite people to look at your listings and kind of salesy stuff like that. But I would say majority of the time, whether you live by the 80-20 rule or this whatever rule that you want to go by, that large majority of the time, you're wanting to give, one, people insight into who you are. Because remember, real estate is relationship friendly. So meaning, instead of just saying, hey, check out my new listing, you're going to actually show video or pictures of you setting up for your new listing or um, 
the the work that you put into uh, for your clients, right? You're going to show behind the scenes, kind of be transparent and show yourself out in the field or going to the networking events, right? What you do in your day to, in your day to day. This again helps people feel like they know you. Then when you do promote your listing, they're like, oh, right. Yeah, that's that guy. Uh, so it's just a lot warmer. It's more subtle. It's less salesy. So we're, one, letting people get to know you as well as um, giving value such as the advice, the tips, that kind of thing. I think what separates Facebook and LinkedIn is you have more leeway on Facebook to show more of that behind the scenes. Right. So uh, I think the mistake people make on Facebook is just just all salesy. The only time you hear from them on Facebook is when they have a listing, when they have something to sell you. (laughs) That makes sense. (laughs) So instead, um, build that relationship with us by giving us some insights and behind the scenes, as well as giving us some good advice and and, um, some value. What do you think the best way to utilize uh, Instagram is? Okay, great. So Instagram, I like to see it as an even more intimate party. So um, you can show even, um, so for example, I had to create a uh, social media business plan for a brokerage. They asked me to create a social media business plan for 2018. Okay. And what I did was I actually let them really let them in, meaning I let them into my home that I was in my pajamas today, just being at home, creating in a creative space and solitude, creating this plan for his real estate brokerage. And so that's a little bit more intimate, obviously, than what you would share on Facebook business page and definitely more than you would share on your LinkedIn. So I like to see Instagram as an even more behind the scenes. What do you think, like on Instagram, uh, a few of the features that I was, that I've been thinking about, they do have a live video feed. Yeah. Um, so that's one thing. And then they have, they've got, I, I guess it's called a story like Snapchat. Would be. And then mm-hmm. the third thing is just like the, the pictures that you're posting. So I, I want to ask you first a question about the pictures that you post. So, you know, I'm a real estate investor and I've got a lot of pictures of food on my Instagram. Um, <laughs> and, and so I'm wondering what should I, and how many what followers I, do you have? How, what's that? How many followers do you have? I think I have like 2,400 right now. Okay. That's awesome. I, I don't know what to, I don't know what to compare it against. Um, but so, so right now, uh, yeah, 2,400 or so, but a lot of the stuff is food. Oh, so this is a shameless plug. Oh, <laughs> AAA underscore invests. So oh. after today, I'm going to have 2,401. <laughs> One person's going to follow me. Triple A invests. AAA <laughs> underscore. Okay. So at any rate, um, what should on. I be putting on there? Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Hold okay. on. Hey, I'm at Italina K. At Italina K. Hey, this show's not for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So what should I be posting? Should I be posting pictures of food? Should I be posting, uh, you know, videos of me and my partner's podcasting or going to uh, different properties or putting in letters of intent on apartment buildings? Should I do my family, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, or should I do it all? What do you think? So I love the idea of having a theme. Okay. A theme, meaning right away people can see. Oh, so for example, if you go to my Facebook or my um, Instagram, you can see I'm all about champagne. Oh. (laughs) I'm all about tennis. And then I'm all about social media. 
Cause so that my those three things that's my theme and people feel like they know me they're like oh yeah it's Lena the tennis player she loves to drink champagne and she uh, she's obviously a social media expert what's your, so what's your favorite champagne Italina uh, I love uh, I would have to say Vuv that's my numero uno that's Vuv. what I in wanted fact, you to say <laughs> Vuv Picot right it's, yes the best champagne they need to pay us. Podcast, I'm going. I'm going. <laughs> as soon as we get off this podcast, I'm going to do a post on it. And you're going to love it. Perfect. All right. So, that's what I was so you you have a theme. You've got a theme. Yes. You've got your tennis. You've got your social media, and then you have uh, what was the third champagne. one? Champagne. 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 Yeah. Obvious. All right. So <laughs> so that's what you put on your post. What do you think about utilizing um, basically the making videos or making live videos and and also that oh, that other thing? Absolutely. That we're okay. About? So for you, okay, you're you're gonna in your theme, you're gonna have food, obviously, because that's what you've been doing and that's what you enjoy. Because you have this podcast, you of course want to show behind the scenes. You guys setting up, but you know that kind of thing. So you want to have that as a story. Mm. You want to have that as posts wow. on your Instagram. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that people know this is what you do and this is what you're known for. Okay. And you're going. People are going to feel like they know you and kind of you know they're going to feel like they quote unquote know you because you're letting them in like that. Okay. And then great. if you feel like you can pick, you know, like one other, I just say three because three is an easy number yeah. and it's not mm -hmm. too random. You can pick a third thing. What's the third thing you think you may want to choose? I don't know. I put food, well, family, Broncos, food, family, <laughs> and real estate, I guess. Adam's not okay. a big football okay. guy. All right. <laughs> What's football? Yeah. I was going to say I would do the Denver Broncos because uh, <laughs> I'm a big football fan. I love that basketball team. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. All right. So we're coming closer to the end, but I wanted to, what do you think about, um, so we talked about LinkedIn, we talked about Instagram, we talked about Facebook. All right. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, DJ, DJ always has the best follow-up questions. So I'm going to le leave him with it. All right. Yeah. So <laughs> now you're, yeah, now you're on, on the, the spot. spot. <laughs> yeah. So my follow-up question would be Italina, where can people find you online? Sure. So you can find me on LinkedIn and you'll just type in my name, I T A. L-I-N-A, mm -hmm. Italina. And if I don't come up still, go ahead and type in my last name, which starts with a K, mm -hmm. I-R-K-N-I-S, Kirkness. But I promise I'll probably come up under Italina probably within the first couple letters of my last name, K-I-R. Yes. So LinkedIn, connect with me on LinkedIn, friend me on Facebook even, Italina Kirkness, and then obviously on Instagram, at Italina K, at Italina K. Perfect. And you mentioned to us uh, you may have an offer for listeners. Yeah. Yeah. So if let's say you have an online presence, you're trying to use it for your business, but you're not seeing any return on investment, you're not getting any results from the time you're spending online, I'll offer you a free online presence assessment where, where I will assess your online presence, see what you're doing. We'd hop on the phone and chat about it. Excellent. So, yeah. So if you connect with me online and then uh, say, hey, it's Lena. I heard you on the podcast. We'll love your free uh, online presence assessment. Excellent. Thank you for all that information. There's a lot of, lot of really good nuggets for me. I'm definitely going to uh, be borrowing some of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Adam's all about the social media. <laughs> and, uh, uh, this is terrific. So, well, we really appreciate you coming on, Adelina. And um, I'm sure we'll be seeing you uh, on the interwebs going forward. Fabulous. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Thank you.
Thank you so much for listening to the Creative Real Estate Podcast. And if you got value from this episode of the podcast, please take the time to leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Give us a written rating and a review. We'd really, really appreciate it. I'm going to let you go. But until next time, think outside the box.